0: Thanks for coming back to the TMD podcast, the Trending Moments Digest with Scotty and Tony. This is a look at what has been trending online this week. You can get more details at scottyandtony.com. Happy anniversary, buddy. I'm oh, um, a day late. Did th- you get? Thank you. Did you get my card? No. Tony's anniversary. Tony married on Valentine's Day on the radio or it was broadcast on the radio when you got married? It was at the radio station. Okay. They yeah. had a wedding, and they had some wedding stuff left over, and so they threw <laughs> a wedding. They gave away a wedding as, a, as yeah. a a contest, and they had some wedding stuff left over, so they threw uh, my, my wife and I a wedding, and that was 18 years ago yesterday. Congratulations. So Tony says he recommends getting married on Valentine's Day because you never forget Valentine's Day or it's, your anniversary. I mean, if the you do, are... I feel like if I ever did, and I haven't, um, but if I ever did, I deserve whatever I get because you forget you forget one. I mean, you know, I mean, that's look, stuff happens. Life gets in the way. But if you've got both on the same day and you're you're not nailing that down with a hammer, <laughs> I'm, I have no I have no uh, sympathy for you whatsoever. So that survey that came out, this is on our blog, um, that they should cancel Valentine's Day. Many people feel like they should cancel Valentine's Day. It didn't uh, take this year, obviously, because Valentine's Day happened. But should they cancel Valentine's Day moving forward? Tony has a theory that Valentine's Day is... We're on opposite sides of it. You think Valentine's Day is easy for... Who do you think Valentine's Day is easy for? Single people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you... You had the stat there that what? How many? What percentage of single people think it should be canceled? 20%. This is done by uh, the people at Plenty of Fish. 20% of single people feel like Valentine's Day should be canceled. Tony thinks Valentine's Day is easier for single people. Yeah. Uh, Because you don't have to do anything. (laughs) I think Valentine's Day, if you're in a couple... You have there's, to do something. There's more at stake. Uh, what kind of pressure is on you if you're a single person and it's Valentine's Day? It's just another day, except the next day is discount candy day. So there, what you mean is there's more at stake, more to lose if you screw up Valentine's Day uh, in a, as a, a person in a relationship. Yeah, if you screw up Valentine's Day as a single person, look in the mirror. The top Valentine's candy is a heart-shaped box of chocolates. We did not. My wife and I, neither of us got a heart-shaped box of chocolates for Valentine's Day. You are not on the junk food right now. It wouldn't have stopped me from tearing into a heart-shaped box of chocolates. I guess I... I find the sometimes the the price of uh, the, the day before Valentine's Day the price is so sky high mm. when you know that the next day is going to be on sale. You ever run that past uh, you know the person in your life who you're giving candy to? You are just like you know if we wait to mo- we, if we wait till tomorrow it's going to be half price, baby. We can buy twice as much. I feel like if you are wow. on the same page in your relationship, you can you can sure. do that successfully. But sure. My wife doesn't get mad when I use that tone and say, baby. <laughs> then, <laughs> I've been, I was not oh. shining the light on so you. I, I was just saying. I don't know if we're spending too much time on the uh, Valentine's candy or not, um, <laughs> but I do love candy. And there was a the survey just before Valentine's Day. The number one candy is heart-shaped box of chocolates. And then number two is conversation hearts. There are, those are the candies that you give that say let's kiss or yeah. uh, all those things. And cutie. The, yeah, that one. There, yeah. that one. That's Wonka Sweet Tarts Hearts. Love hearts. I found them on the internet. Well, th- there's a few different knockoffs. The real uh, wafer candy company, okay, they, they moved or something like that the the, uh, the factory they had to change factories and and the printer that prints on those chalky heart-shaped candies yeah busted uh-huh so like half of them came out blank oh dear so like no conversation oh. zero <laughs> zero conversation I have, I have to say that that's that's probably not a a bad way to go I mean you know I mean I as coming from a person who has said the wrong thing many times without meaning to because I'm just a dummy sometimes some 50-50 uh giving a blank heart I mean it says whatever you want it to say I uh oh that's true people might uh take it in a good light I fill in the blank it. so the we linked back to the the uh, a little bit of the scandal with the conversation hearts so you see the uh a vast majority are blank. And then love, <laughs> love bug, about 3% of them came out as love bug. And then there's some uh, that are just squigglies. or it, uh, of bug. <laughs> is <it> of bug? <laughs> I know, it's supposed to say love oh, bug. Yeah, but what, it kind of says of bug. Research scientists have come out and said that if you have friends, not only is it good for your mental health, your physical health—you actually are healthier if you have uh, friends, people with friends, healthier. Like real friends? <laughs> yes. What's... Not like not Facebook friends. So what? Uh, what's the what's the research behind it? Well, like why why do they say that? Does it get you out of the house? You do stuff. You're. I I think there's a probably a a little bit of all of that because I. I do some not so healthy stuff with some of my friends. I mean, oh, last time geez. me and my friends got <laughs> together, we were doing shooters, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl party, um, at wing eating contest. <laughs> great news, though. If you, I don't have a lot of friends. I'm, uh, you know, a bit of a weirdo. Tony, oh, has you're a m- an enigma. Come on, Tony has a million friends. Well, but not e- as many as before I met Q. you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the data is there, but that's... Uh... So we, we're we talking about the research. If you have friends, you are healthier, physically healthier. And uh, what I did earlier this week is I paid close attention to the uh, the people here at work who are successful. Yeah. And uh, I look to them for leadership qualities, right? Okay. Our managers. Sure. And so... I took some of how they were and applied it to making friends. I, I have the secret formula for making friends. Okay. The no-fail making friends formula. I feel formula. like even somebody who has a lot of friends could use this information. Yes. Talk about yourself a lot to everybody. Oh, dear. Oh, man. This, is, this isn't going to make us any friends at work. That's, uh, that's, that's the problem yeah. with your... These people are successful, okay. so I'm pretty sure what they're doing, we should follow their lead. Okay, um, so talk about yourself a lot. If you aren't talking about yourself, you should talk about your kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and <laughs> and now, I am, you know, now you know who I I'm am, talking I, about. I am right back <laughs> in the meeting where, yes. If you're talking about your kids, be sure to make it seem like you're responsible for all of their success. That'll make you popular around the office. Man. <laughs> you don't want to weigh in no, I'm too specific. <laughs> I, oh no, I'm I too am, specific. I am rethinking our friendship. We- so if you missed our uh, we put some tips how to how to make friends if you if you missed it I we took our lead from the successful people here at our company and and uh, watched how they were. Well, I think if you have a mentorship opportunity close at hand you need to grab hold of that with both of your hands so ways to make friends um another thing that i've picked up on around here is when someone seems to be making a good point or winning an argument you just talk louder oh that'll help them too yeah now now you're right in my wheelhouse here you're taking a page out of my book because That works 100% of the time, every time. (laughs) It makes you so popular, and and, and just keep talking, too, louder and louder, and try not to stop for air, because even if you pass out because you've hyperventilated, you're going to get all the attention, and you've gotten some rest. So... The reporter that went to the Tim Hortons in Quebec City and ate all of the donuts. How far would you go for a story? How far would you would you do something that drastic? I well, does it have to be donuts? I mean, what what? Pitch me the story. This is our story meeting. Uh, welcome, uh, bureau chief. Going uh, to go Tony. to the brewery. Do <laughs> 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 you see right, where I'm going? Yeah, do I need okay. to go any further? I okay. see. All right, give him the. Uh, Give him the expense account. Let's see I'm how gonna, this. I'm gonna need my Pulet, sir. <laughs> you can mail that to me. I'm not gonna be leaving my house for a few days. Uh, the we linked back. The lady uh, is from. Uh, the reporter is from Insider. It's a website uh, that does uh, you know some kind of a little bit Buzzfeedy kind of stuff and that. But anyway, like legit uh, reporting. So. The story idea was, I'm going to go to the donut place and eat all of the donuts. Well, I was I was going to ask you about the pitch meeting for that. If that uh, happened on a Monday and they were like, yes. Well, what's your angle? That donuts are great, uh, that someone can drastically overeat? This reporter tried all the donut flavors, tried a bite, and then ranked them. Oh. Um, but uh, the... Try to bite? What, what if you really like... liked it? Could you finish it? Or... Oh my gosh, now you're just... What a waste. Questions are just. You'll have to take Bill, the camera guy along with you. That's going to finish up all this stuff. No. Okay. Sorry. Too many questions. uh, Listen, there is such a thing as being too curious. We're going to have to come back, circle back around to the results. Because it was hard hitting news. I thought it was a pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Well, Well, I'm anxious to hear about it. Okay. The number one donut at the donut shop according to this journalist Are you going to start with number 1? Uh, I'm going to start I'm just going to jump right in number okay. number 1 honey glaze. I think I could probably pick that and 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 be satisfied? I wouldn't have any regret? I feel like what happened was this reporter was in Quebec City for something and kept referring back to Dunkin Donuts and saying, "Oh, Tim Hortons is like Dunkin Donuts." And so obviously, you know, uh, it was a uh, to an American audience. They were just in line to get a coffee and and had the story idea and a quick text to their boss. It's going to be oh. like uh, $12 or whatever. And the boss was like, all right, do it. Make it happen. Huh. I can already... I can already... It's going to be a... Sorry. My, I, I want to go to that meeting st- now with that, that <laughs> boss. That uh, that sounds like somebody <laughs> I could learn something from. <laughs> oh, jeez. So the, we, we probably... We published the. Um, oh man, I'm really seem drunk. There. <laughs> <laughs> we published a link to all of the donut findings on our blog. We want to say hi and good morning to Stephanie and uh, uh, Cash. Cash. Cash, the horse named after Johnny Cash. Um, Stephanie sent us a note after uh, last weekend's show. And said, uh, hey fellas, I was doing chores and I have a horse um, in in the barn inside alone. And you have a commercial where there's a horse whinnying. And my horse thought it was one of his friends outside and he whinnied back twice when it came on. So Cash was talking back to the radio. That's pretty great. Oh, and the photo too. We published a photo on our blog of Cash in uh, what looks like... Some sort of incredible horse house. I mean, I would live there in that. that the, I mean, does Cash really have a chandelier? There's a chandelier in this horse house. What? Oh, barn. It's called a barn. That's I'm a, sorry. Yeah, barn. Sorry. <laughs> City slicker. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Do you have any plans for the family day long weekend? I am going to uh, go to a hockey game. with your family?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i kind of
0: waiting for <laughs> No, no, I I'm, I'm going to go by myself because work. <laughs> it's really a uh it's a gift for the rest of my family, Scott. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave. No, my actually my Mrs. Smith has to work on family day, so gotcha. it's kind of like it's uh it's a not everybody it's a most people holiday, not an every people holiday. It's still catching on maybe. <laughs> yeah, hey? I think so. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the dinosaur finding or do you want to follow up to the feud? Mm. Dealer's choice. Less on the feud, more on the findings. Okay. So we blogged this uh, just the other day. Dinosaur breakthrough. um, Which we were hoping when we saw that headline, it meant a real life Jurassic Park finally. But no, sadly, no. That's not... That's not happening. Dinosaurs are still not a thing. So 10 years ago, Tony and I started working together. And also, a husband and wife scientist team found fossils 10 years ago in uh, Alberta. In our country? Yes. Our Alberta? (laughs) Yes, our Alberta. Okay. And... um. It's been 10 years, and they finally figured out, you know, it takes that they get the fossils, they finally uh, they discover them, they finally get them extracted, they get them sent to somebody who can study them. I picture them, they got to hold the fossil up against all of the other fossils that have been found. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's not it. It's, oh, this, this one doesn't match. <laughs> so finally, 10 years later, they, they realize... It's a brand new species of species, species, spe it's a brand new kind of dinosaur related to the T-Rex. Wow. And they call it Reaper of Death. It's apparently a <laughs> terrible monster of a dinosaur. Warm and cuddly. Yeah. That's the kind of <laughs> that's the kind of dinosaur you want hosting your your kids' show on TV. <laughs> Is that what Barney was? <laughs> Turned out Barney was the Reaper of Death. <laughs> Pew, pew, pew. We'll wrap up there. And thanks again for listening to TMD Podcast with Scotty and Tony. For more details on the stories we had, ScottyAntony.com